Do you live in Memphis? Do you suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around on weeknights looking at your phone trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that might be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's trivia night with questions and stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes including movies, music, 90s TV shows, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerrito Trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, rehearsal dinner, reunion, seminar, retreat, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Side effects may include wing prices, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, rock, paper, scissors, and spend quality time with friends. Now play Cerrito Trivia every Tuesday night on Broad Avenue at Rec Room and in East Memphis at Mellow Mushroom. Every Wednesday night downtown at Tampa Tap and every Thursday night on South Main at the Green Beetle and the Arcade Restaurant. CerritoTrivia.com Welcome back to Cerrito Live. Here once again is Kevin Cerrito. Welcome back. Thanks for making us a part of... Your weekend here, this college football Saturday. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Blue Restaurant and Lounge. It is your place to go. It is your. It is. It's time for basketball season, and, and your pre and post game destination should be Blue Restaurant. Go before and after every game. If you get downtown early enough, you can take advantage of the new social hour, which is every day from 11 to 6. That's including event nights now. Every day from 11 to 6, you can take advantage of their social hour where you can enjoy $5 wine and spirit specials and $3 beer deals. That's every day, including event nights now at Fed at, right across the street from FedEx Forum at Blue Restaurant and Lounge. And you also, if you work downtown, uh, check out their new lunch special, 12 for 12 lunch combo special. Includes your choice of a lunch entree, side, drink, and dessert, all just for $12. And uh, that's going on at Blue. And, of course, Sundays, they have brunch. Take advantage of your Sunday brunch. we got uh, so much good food. they got the mouth-watering nachos, rancheros, the breakfast nachos. They have steak and eggs, the ultimate French toast of the day, and much more. That's at Blue Restaurant and Lounge across from FedEx Forum. 901-334-5950 is the phone number. 901-334-5950. Call that number to make a reservation. Check out uh, this month's issue of Memphis Magazine. Got a nice write-up about Chef Anna in there and and all the uh, cool stuff and uh, the new concoctions she is uh, putting together over there at Blue Restaurant and Lounge on BB King Boulevard across from FedEx Foreman. You know, there's always complimentary valet there. So if you're going to uh, the game, dine there before the game, get your valet stamped uh, for some uh, complimentary parking at Blue Restaurant and Lounge. Every week at the 11 o'clock hour, Kevin Leip from the Memphis Flyer joins me, Kevin Cerrito, and it's two Kevins talking about the Grizzlies. We call it Kevin Sanity. Let's do it now. <laughs> Come on! Sanity. Half amazing and all grizzly. Holy cow! What's up, Light? What is up? All right, grizzly season is just four days away. Is four also the number of wins that the Grizzlies will have this season? <laughs> uh, it will. I well, I think it's going to have a four in it. Um, yeah, I think that's I think everybody. That's a safe thing, right? It's first digit four. If we're doing prices right, right? 
a type of game? Like the first digit we're thinking is a four. That's um, I, I think that's my my official prediction. Um, is you know, I think this four question mark. <laughs> yes, four question. That's mark. what you should do. Put that down. It's a four, then a question mark after. But like, not saying four. Uh, like not saying four. I'm wondering if it's going to be four wins, but four like four blank. Maybe it's four blank. Uh, that's going to be forty some. You know, there's so many questions about health, about how many minutes Mark Gasol, Mike Conley, and Chandler Parsons are going to play this year, about um, how well the team adapts to offensive and defensive schemes that David Fisdale's put in place. Um, you know, questions about depth, about which young guys are going to be able to step up and 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 fill quality rotation minutes. I mean, there's a there's a lot of questions around this team, and I, it's not that I doubt that they're going to be able to pull. The- what what's, what's the? There's a lot of questions. Is it, do we have a number on the amount of questions? <laughs> uh oh, we've lost light. We've lost him. Try to reconnect, CJ. CJ, this has not been your week for phones. Hadn't been my week for any type of electronic devices, but yeah, especially if anybody phone. sees CJ's old phone, if anybody has found it, uh, please give the station a call three six zero eighty two fifty five. CJ lost his cell phone this week. It's somewhere. I think it fell on the sewer. I bet, and the Ninja Turtle has it. That's probably your dream come true. We'll reconnect with life here, so we're giving our our Grizzlies season preview. But you're, I'm reading through everything, trying to see, you know, what what all these local and national pundits think the Grizzlies are going to do um, this year, and just what they've done historically. Obviously, if there's an injury, there's a problem, and it is safe to guess. It seems like the safe guess from everybody is that the Grizzlies are going to win 40 some odd games. Is what people, at least locally, are thinking. That's an optimistic view, uh, which is kind of scary, actually, that that's the optimistic. Uh, view of the things because if somebody gets hurt, if Marcus All goes down, right, Lipe, or if if Parsons doesn't play or Conley goes down, like that forty number is going to be tough to achieve. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, you know, I think if if the chips kind of fall the wrong way, they're going to be they're going to be struggling to have a winning season. Um, I think that's just that's just the reality. Um, but you know, I I, I don't think forty something wins is, is pessimistic. You know, you've got. Injury concerns. There's a new offense. There's a new defense. There's unproven young guys, and you know I'm excited about this season. I'm excited to see how they put all these pieces together. Um, but I just think realistically, I, I just think I just think 50 wins is, is is pushing it. I think I think seeing them perform at a, at a past level when all these guys are a year older, the league has had another year to evolve and kind of learn these lessons of the Warriors and Cavs and the Hawks. Uh, and the Heat and, and these teams that kind of move the ball so well and spread the floor so well, I think you know it's just the past is the past is the past, right? It, it's time to it's time to do something else, and they're gonna. I think there there's gonna be some growing pains. And they got a new coach to help help them do that. So let's back up a little bit and uh, put a bow, wrap up this this uh, preseason um, as far as uh, what you know, because. Thankfully, we have you, Lipe, to go to these games. As, as I uh, paraphrase the classic quote from Ms. Ruby, um, and you go to the, the the preseason games so we don't have to. And what did you – anything else we learned from these preseason games that obviously 
most of the, the the ones that have happened uh, as of late have been where we can't even, can't even watch them because they're not on television or you have to try to find some type of illegal stream. Is there anything outside of this Gasol foot injury scare uh, that we've learned in the past week here as we close out preseason? Well, I think we've learned I think we've learned that none of the camp guys are going to make the roster, right? They've already waved two, brought two more in, waved one of them, brought another guy in. I think they're they're basically evaluating those guys for for the Iowa energy at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I don't think any even Troy Williams. I'm just not I'm not convinced they're going to make the roster. Um, you know, I think <clears throat> I think we we've also kind of seen that backup point guard yet again is is going to be the question mark this year. I think Wade Baldwin is going to play minutes at that spot, but I think he's going to struggle just because he's a young guy. Um, you know, I think the, the difference is now with, um, you know, with, with a new coach. And Fisdale came in so highly touted for his player development. You know, I think, I think, I think he's going to get the chance to play even if he struggles. You know, it's not, I don't think it's going to be like in the past where a rookie plays a hundred minutes struggles and then just gets buried on the bench because the coach doesn't trust him uh, with any luck at all those days are gone all right we're talking with kevin light from the memphis flyer he joins us every week to talk about the grizzlies you can follow him on twitter at flyer Grizzblog. read his stuff at memphisflyer.com so should the grizzlies consider waving uh mark gasol's foot see if they can get him a new foot uh, you know if there's <laughs> if there's one on the market that's available uh, it wouldn't be the worst investment uh okay <laughs> so the seasons are around the corner. Preseason, they just should not even do preseason games. I don't know. This is, I, I was just thinking again this week, back to like the lockout year uh, in the NBA and how cool it was when they started in December, like when college football was done and, and bowl season and um, you could really like – uh, focus on the NBA from the, and have a really hot out of the gate start. And here in Memphis, that it'll be fine. I mean, come Wednesday, like the city will get excited. This is a, this is a grind city after all. Um, <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, I'm not even responding to that. <laughs> it's, the, it's the bluff city. Uh, but CJ, you said it right the first time. It's the grind city, baby. Coming up, CJ will give us our this week's song to grind to in Grind City. Um, okay, what are your bold predictions for this season? This is supposed to be our our, our season preview. You got any any bold predictions? I think Mark Gasol is going to shoot forty percent from three. Ooh, I like that one. Forty three percent from three. I can't wait to see. That's what I'm looking forward to the most. I think. What is there anything you're looking forward to? Uh, what are you looking forward to the most? I think I am lucky because you have gotten me hyped to see uh, Gasol and Zebo shoot threes. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm still really excited about that. I think the stats that they've been running in the preseason to get these guys good looks from long range. You know, I think that's that's going to be a huge addition to what the Grizzlies can do. I mean, I think. Um, Kind of the best analysis I've seen of it is, is Rob Mahoney uh, was in town and did a really great piece for Sports Illustrated, kind of about the transition that the Grizzlies are up against, and it was really, really well done. He was in town. I, I talked to him a little bit. He was at practice a few times. Um, really great piece, and he's just kind of talking about how different. You know, the only basically the only thing the same about the Grizzlies this year is that that Marcus Hall, Mike Conley, Tony Allen, and Zach Randolph are on the team. Pretty much everything else. What they're doing, the, the coaching staff, everything is different. So it's you know, 
I don't I don't even want to make too many bold predictions because I don't it's just so unpredictable, right? It's like um we're just gonna have to get in there and see who these guys are, what they do. Um, I'm really excited about that. I'm, you know, we've seen them play the same basketball the same way with the same guys for so many years. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to see just something else. Yeah, that, that's a very good point because it's it's been so many years of grit grind. We know who the players are, and we still the core four is still there, but then that, everything around it has got question marks. Even now, question marks with the core four as far as age and and health uh, with those guys, which is not an exciting part of the questions, but I mean it is a question. Um, so don't know where they'll be, but of course, if they end up being on the on the uh, the losing side of the, the questions, then it's going to be an awful season. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it, there's a chance for it to blow up and go horribly, but you know, I, I think I think it's going to be kind of middle of the road. I don't I don't think they're going to be like number three in the West, but I also don't I also don't see them just completely falling apart. It should be a playoff team. What do you think about the people who are really concerned? I, I've heard uh, lots of folks. Uh, and, and their level of concern for this Chandler Parsons situation, um, because he's not going to be playing Wednesday. We no, he's not going to be playing. Yeah, I, I honestly, I I haven't heard anything that's made me feel better <laughs> about it. I'll put it that way. Um, I obviously there's no timetable. I don't even think there's a, a behind the scenes secret timetable. I think it's just whenever it happens, it happens, and I don't. I don't know when I don't know when that's going to be. I don't know what it's going to look like when it happens. I, I just I'm kind of pretending he's not on the team until he shows up. All right, give me a holiday that by the time we'll see Chandler Parsons. You think Christmas? Is he playing by Christmas? I hope so. Or is he playing by the Grizzlies <laughs> Martin Luther King Day Eve game? Uh, yeah, I think he'll be definitely, back by then. Definitely uh, by then. But I, I hope by Christmas. That's that's kind of that's kind of the mental timetable that I've set. Is that is that I, I think he should be back by Christmas. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I think obviously the team wants him to be back faster than that. Um, and the fans, yeah. I, I mean, everybody, it's, it's, that's just awful. That's, you you got a lot of money in a guy who's, who is not even playing a game for you yet, you know? Well, you know, if you've been paying, if you've been paying attention to the preseason games, he's out there doing drills and stuff, but he's like wearing sweatshirts and stuff. He's like still conditioning. So, you know, that, that that's not a good sign. Well, you're paying attention to the preseason stuff for us, Light. That's that, that is well, that's true. That that is that is your job. We're talking with Kevin Light from the Memphis Flyer. Grizzly season tips off on Wednesday. So, were you at the last home preseason game? Yeah. What? Yeah, I saw I saw Joel Embiid in person. It's great. Oh well, on this show we are a little bit more concerned on how Dustin Starr did in his performance as the MC. Did you know? Well, you, that? I've. I've I've been in the same room as Dustin Star. You think I'm going to say he did a bad job? He beat me up. <laughs> he, may, he gets he gets paid to beat people up. That is true. Okay, so I was. But he did well. He did well. <laughs> okay, what are the chances that the Grizzlies will have an anagram jersey night? Is that even legal uh, in the NBA, where you can put your uh, your anagram name on the back of your jersey? Well, the Heat did uh, nickname night. There are those nickname alternates. Remember that. They did do. They did like the XFL nickname night. Yeah. So this, yeah. So yeah, I think they could totally do it. If they do, I think I deserve a cut of all the uh, jersey sales. Because uh, no doubt it would be the fastest selling jersey of all time. So you, but, could, uh, you know. <laughs> so uh, Leip's preview for the player preview for the season is the anagram edition, and it's uh, very interesting for those who don't know about this great part of um, of grammar. Explain it to them. 
Yeah, so basically an, an, an anagram is when you take all of the letters in a word or a phrase or something and rearrange them to spell something else. So I took the, the names of every player on the Grizzlies roster and I ran them through a fancy internet anagram generator and picked out the ones that seemed like they predicted how that player's season were, was going to go. So um, I can't even remember some of them. Uh, Mark Gasol, I remember one of them was Cargo Slam. <laughs> what? Um, let's see. Uh, Troy Williams. If you re- rearrange the letters in the name Troy Williams, some military owl. Military owl. Vince Carter was Accent River. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, Chandler Chandler Parsons. Actually, if you rearrange the letters in Chandler Parsons, you can spell Carnal Nerd Shop. So I'm not going to comment on. Okay. So this um, is this is fascinating. So no. Uh, you you kind of were the the, the uh, front guy for the campaign to get those sounds throwbacks, right? Like you kept saying, we need to get these sound sounds throwbacks. Yeah, and, for years. And they finally did that. So this is, is this your new this is your new cause? Try to get anagram jerseys. Well, I think my new I think my new cause is going to be for them to uh, to just wear the sounds jerseys all the time and beat the sounds. <laughs> just change the name, rebrand completely. Might as well. Sound, great you can be Sound City. See, that's that's more in line with. That's, it makes more sense, actually. Yeah. No, grind city, more grind with city the, only. You know? Sound city makes makes actually. I like that. It's a better nickname. If we're gonna have to add another one, I'm confused though. Life. So this is what I'm still trying to figure out. Now CJ loves this, but are they trying to say FedEx Form is grind city, or are they trying to say that Memphis is grind city? I think they're saying Memphis is grind city because we grind here. Okay. Uh, so I think time. FedEx Form I, I, is and always will be the grind house. Right. Okay, so they are for sure trying to rebrand the the city. Okay. All right, last thing uh, before we get into what's trending. So just kind of – this is not the most positive or exciting preview because it's so hard to preview this until we actually see them start playing some real basketball games and have some of these guys who have not played any minutes uh, this season who are ready to go uh, get on the court or to see Marcus Gasol play the amount of minutes he played the other night with a bum foot – in an actual meaningful basketball game. Uh, until all that happens, it's really hard. So this time next week, it's going to be fun to be able to talk about some real basketball happening at FedEx Forum. But if you're if you're talking to a Grizzlies fan like right now, and we're saying, and and, and they're getting excited about the season, or if they, if some, I'm sure they walk up to you on the street and they say you're 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 the uh, the uh, one half of Kevin Sanity. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out what half yeah. you were. Uh, and they say, what what should I expect to happen for the for the Grizzlies this season? We're both Big Brother fans. They always say expect the unexpected on Big Brother. But what should Grizzlies fans, what should their expectations be? I think you should expect to see a team that is um, has kind of the same attitude and the same toughness um, trying to do something else, you know, trying to play – Maybe the way they've always wanted to play with Gasol and, and Conley, you know, um, trying trying new things. And the thing about trying new things is sometimes sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Um, so you know, expect the unexpected is kind of a cop out, but it's also I, it, that's where they're at, right? We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how it's going to go. Um, I think I think just by virtue of the strength of the guys on the roster, they're not going to be terrible. But um, they will be if all those guys are hurt again, right? Um, you know, I, I just think I think it's 
this is the most wide open a Grizzly season has been um, since they signed Zach Randolph. You know, since that 2009 summer, we just don't know. Set set your expectations low, but I think if if I mean if you're giving the advice to set it low so they can you know surpass your expectations. The problem is like even me like even like I'm trying to be as real as possible. My low expectations is they they make the playoffs like seventh or eighth seed. Like that's this is yeah. what is it still that's still kind of expected. I think of Grizzlies fans and they'll be stunned if they don't make the playoffs, right? So are we yeah, I think that's fair. I think seven or eight seed is is fair. You know, I think, and I, but I, I said this in the very first piece I wrote, like on Media Day, that, that if you're if you're watching the Grizzlies this year, and your enjoyment of watching the Grizzlies is is totally based on whether they win or whether they lose, like you're you're watching for the wrong reason this year. Like that's not what's interesting about this year. Don't let it ruin your your next day at work. Like yeah, exactly. Don't go to bed because, ticked off before you go to sleep and yeah, you know, like watch for watch for the. Watch for the new things that they're going to be doing on offense. Watch for Zebo shooting threes. Watch to see if the rookies are, are getting it. Watch to see how Fisdale is, is as a coach, right? He's never coached a real NBA game before. But, um, but it's going to be about winning for him, though, right? There's going to be some pressure on him. I mean, it's, or this honeymoon period is going to come to a, a conclusion real fast. If if he if he starts losing some games, because at the end of the day, even like the reason coaches don't play the young guys is because they're trying to win and they go with the reliable players, unless, unless they've got a, a great endorsement from the front office, which I still think you got the expectations. You got to make the playoffs this year. Or people are going to be down on Fizz, and so the idea of him playing. I think the he's young got a longer. I think he's got a little bit longer leash, maybe. You know, I think the thing with Jaeger was, you know, he was a levy and hire, and so. Uh, you know, he for the last two years, anyway, was kind of coaching and working with a front office that wasn't really the same front office that made him the coach in the first place. Uh, and they tried to make it work, and it just didn't, right? So I think I think it's different. Like this is organizationally now, everybody is kind of on the same page in a way that that I have not seen them, you know, in my time covering the team. So um, it's I think it's a different vibe. I really do. I think that's that's easy to say. Uh, and when they start, you know, three and ten, it's going to change. But but right now, the vibe is, is very different. All right, uh, that's it for our season preview for the Memphis Grizzlies. This time next week, we'll be able to talk about actual basketball games being played. But before we let you go, Leip, uh as you know, you are the digital manager as well for the Memphis Flyers, song, as well as being the Grizzlies writer. So every week, we like to figure out what's trending in Memphis and what folks are talking about and sharing on the Memphis Flyers social media and website. Let's do that now. Trending, trending, trending. Trending with live. All right, what's the big Memphis story this week? <laughs> the most read story on our website was that the Buccaneer closed again. And the second most read story on our website was that, nope, the Buccaneer is actually back open again. <laughs> <laughs> the so the continual life, death, and rebirth of the Buccaneer uh, has, a lot of, has a lot of Midtown people uh, reading MemphisFlyer.com to see uh, what the latest scoop is. Would, would, would we describe the Buccaneers as like a, a dive? It's not a dive bar as much as a dive bar slash music venue. Yeah, it's the world's smallest dive bar and music venue. <laughs> is that really the thing? It's, it's, I don't it's not really, but it's but tiny. It sounds what it says. It's, it's very small, it's, but it's not really a dive bar because they really have live music, but it's not really a music venue because it's so small that, all right, but it, so, and it's yeah, located it's a, over there. I like, think it's fair to call it a dive bar. It's on Monroe. 
It's uh, yeah, behind. It's like right behind your your office max or your kind of close to the medical district area over there. Yeah. And so, if it's so popular on social media, why can't they stay in business and keep consist? Like people really love this place. They need to go there. You need to go to the places that you like. <laughs> Well, I think what's happening now is like they had an ownership change, and I think there was kind of some financial stuff going on that the new owners have had to sort out, and then there was like a tax thing that from the previous. I think I think what's happening now is like that new owner. I think it's and the new owner. I think it's the guy who used to own the iTunes. Um, I think they're just trying to kind of straighten out the business and get it back on its feet after what sounds like some pretty bad mismanagement. I think I've only uh, been I to think, the only been to the Buck like once, and I, I and I all what I what I hear about the Buccaneers like their fireworks show that they would yeah. do around Fourth of July is the one thing that is something that we need to hold on to as a city that makes Memphis very unique. But I well, I think you know I think one of the th- one of the things that makes Memphis Memphis is all of our little kind of hole in the wall dive bars. Yeah, uh, especially in Midtown, you know, there's not a lot of places like that left. And, um, and that weird connection, like you said, you think the new person is somebody who used to own the high tone. It seems like all the stories I read now about uh, new music venues or places opening, like it, somebody who used to work at the high tone or the place that used to be the high tone, like sports junks and closing, old high tone. It's the new high tone. Like there's some kind of connection to somebody who was associated with the high tone and everything. Well, it's, you know, Memphis. Memphis is kind of one of the biggest small towns in the world, and I think nowhere is that more true than in Midtown, right? It's very everybody – Everybody knows everybody, um, and that can be a good thing or a bad thing. But um, you know, I think especially the music scene here is, is is small enough that yeah, everybody everybody has done something with everybody else. Right. All right, Life. Well, thanks for joining us. We will see you at FedEx Forum next week, and we'll talk to you here next Saturday about the first week of the Grizzly season. Yeah, I will be there, and I'm you know I'm I'm kind of proud today that uh, my my daughter didn't make her radio debut. Are we Tayshana won the prediction. Is what is how many wins does she think? Tayshana, how many wins wins does she think she's gonna what's gonna happen? How many wins? I can go I can go into the next room and ask her. You want me to ask her? I ask her, yeah, let's find out. All right, we're gonna get our official prediction from Life's oh. daughter. She is she is she is so wrapped up in watching my neighbor Totoro that I am not going to I'm not going to interrupt her. All right. Then, well ask her and tweet it out later today. We want to get a get it or t- tweet it out at Flyer with only one. We'll get her official prediction. <laughs> All right. All right, thanks, Life. All right. Have a good one. All right. We'll be right back with CJ's song to grind to in Grind City. You're listening to Street Alive on Real Sports Talk, Sports in 6 and 87.7 FM. Do you live in Memphis? Do you suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around on weeknights looking at your phone trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that might be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's trivia night with questions and stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes including movies, music, 90s TV shows, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerrito Trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, rehearsal dinner, reunion, seminar, retreat, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. <laughs> <laughs> Side effects may include wing prices, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mess quality. 
Pro Wrestling's power couple, Dustin Five Star. And Maria. Here reminding you that Memphis Wrestling is back on Saturday mornings. Listen to me and my partner, Cerrito talk pro wrestling with some of the biggest names in the industry every Saturday in the main event of Cerrito Live, only on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. It's the only weekly wrestling segment on Memphis Radio. Guarantee you never miss a show by subscribing to Cerrito Live for free on iTunes or your favorite podcast provider. Podcasts are always available at CerritoLive.com. Welcome back to Cerrito Live. Here once again is Kevin Cerrito. Welcome back to the show. It's time now for CJ's song to grind to in Grind City. For those who do not know, Grizzlies have introduced a new nickname for this town called Grind City. And it's their efforts to make the Bluff City into the Grind City. I'm a Bluff City guy, but CJ's really into the Grind City. And he, every week, is going to suggest a song. We're real close to getting that Spotify playlist set up, CJ. So last week we had a song. You can go check out that podcast at SeritoLive.com. But here is this week's Song to Grind to in Grind City. Okay, what song is this? I'm just sick and tired of letting these guys play games with my head, but we can slow drag. Perfect grind to song. But the show can't take me home. Okay, so who's the artist? You can make me take me back out of your hands with grinding to this song, Eddie. I'm going along. It's called slow drag. Slow drag. Drag by Peggy, Peggy Scott Adams. Is that it? Yes, it is. All right. So there we go. That is this week's entry into CJ's list of songs to grind to in Grind City. Hey, if you have any suggestions of songs to grind to, All right, turn off the song. Start, turn off need, the song. We don't people grind and listen to the show. When else should they grind? It's I don't Grind know. City. This is not a show to grind to. Oh, we're going to make it a show to grind. Now, will you get any, will you branch out? Will we have any country songs? I don't know of any country songs that are appropriate to grind to. All the country songs I know are either good songs to, like, slow dance to or, like, baby-making music or possibly twerk to. I know no country songs to grind to. Oh, that's under the umbrella of grinding. No, no, no. Grinding is something different. Okay. It's, but there's a... Umbrella of grinding. Twerking, I think, would be under, like, that's a style of grinding, is it not? That's a, uh, yes, but it's, you twerk to faster paced songs. Grind is twerking only to slower, to slower songs. And you don't think there's any country songs you could twerk to slowly? I can't think of any country songs that you can grind to. I can think of a couple you can, you know, twerk to, shake your tail to, maybe slow dance, you know, sway back and forth. It's beautiful music. I can't think of any. To grind to. All right. Tweet at Conradicalness on Twitter. Um, 
to suggest songs to grind to in Grind City. We're gonna make it, we're making this playlist every week. We're gonna add a different song. This week is Peggy, Peggy Scott Adams' Slow Drag. I wanna see a lot of Memphis artists added to this list too, CJ. Sure thing. Last week was Let's Make Love by Silk. I got you. I got some Memphis artists on there. Okay. So we'll see what CJ adds to the list next week. CJ's Songs to Grind to in Grind City. When we come back, we're gonna check the scores. Still to come, we got, uh, the main event with Dustin Five Star. And Greg Akers is stopping by to tell us why Nashville sucks. You're listening to Street Alive on Rio Sports Talk, Sports 86 and 87.7 FM. Oh, baby, you're holding me so tight. I can feel that, that big old hard belt buckle. That is a belt buckle. 